This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And we are here back on Marking Out. This is episode 139. Could you believe that? So much time has been put into this podcast. I, today, am your host or co-host, Brandon. Uh, I'm doing awesome as always. You could follow me on Twitter, I kind of feel like, uh, did I forget the intro part? Yeah, you kind of forgot about everything that has to do with marking out. This is marking out. You can find pro us on yeah, Pro Wrestling, wrestling Talk, Talk by, by pro, pro Wrestling, wrestling fans. fans. You can find us at MarkingOut.com. You can follow us on Twitter at MarkingOut. MarkingOut.com. No, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Just look up YouTube, Marking Out, watch Cooking with Brandon episode two. You can find us on Stitcher Radio at Marking Out. Right. You uh, could uh, go check out Nick Matocho. Go check out Ring Rope Rebellion. Yes, our logo on our theme song. And as you could hear, I am the B to the G. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. And I'm also here with Cousin David himself. David, David, how are you doing? I am doing excellent. You can follow me or why not you, follow me like on Twitter. All right. Like over here? <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Maybe or maybe not, you'll actually survive and not get blocked. You could also follow Chris, Chris yeah. who's not on the podcast this week, at, uh, what is it, Chris Sweendog? Chris Sweendog. Yeah, David. you can follow him. And uh, kicking it off with dead air right there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But we're going to get into our fan questions and comments from our website. Website, yep. Uh, we always appreciate you guys doing this, and it gives us something to talk. Dave, you could take the first one right up here. It's funny. I, I think as I'm like thinking about this podcast, the one person I feel bad for is that uh, listener, Aaron. He's going <laughs> to hate this podcast. Uh, so we'll... All right. So, yeah, so you yeah can, I'll start off. Yeah. Um, the first comment is from Kathy, one of the PWS Sign Girls. Um, you can go follow them on Twitter at PWS Sign Girls. You guys are welcome for the sign. We love making them, and we will continue to make them at, uh, and support one of the best indie feds out there, PWS, Pro Wrestling Syndicate. We will also continue to listen to an awesome podcast, dot, 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 you guys. If you ever need two special guests, we're here, and we won't tie you up too long. Smiley face. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate you both listening to our podcast, and we love those signs. We love how much you bring to the PWS uh, shows, and we know you mean a lot to the wrestlers and to us. So thank you very much. You mean to tell me you're not going to say that you love being tied up? I'm not going to deny anything. <laughs> Next uh, question or comment is from Ryan M. My question for this week is if you guys could pick five guys to go to TNA and go to WWE, who would you pick? I would pick Bobby Roode, Magnus, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, and Sting. Uh, I think this list is one of the most difficult things to put together. I feel like we get these questions so often about who we would 
like to see switch over to WWE and who would you like to see switch over to TNA? Um, I mean, obviously, you... I just I think Sting would have to be on the list no matter what. I don't know if I would have Sting exactly on mine. I just say Sting because it's everybody's wrestling, I don't know, fantasy for Sting to be in WWE. It's you have to wrestle if you're in WWE. It's like two places. I think in, in wrestling general, in general, is dream matches. You have to as, right. a, as a wrestler, you have to either be in WWE or wrestle Madison Square Garden and WrestleMania. That's okay. So then I'll agree with Sting. I'll go with. I like his list though. Yeah, I think that dead on with Bobby Roode, Magnus, Kurt, uh, Curtis Angle, Kurt Angle. Samoa Joe, I think that's fine. Ooh, can Kurt Angle I was, come back and be? I was on? I was trying to actually think of a uh, knockout that I would want to see uh, back in the WWE. Now does W? I mean, does TNA have any knockouts anymore? Gal Kim one. I mean, but ODB two. Velvet Eric Scott, Young three. <laughs> I would actually I wouldn't mind seeing Eric Young in WWE. I could see him teaming up. Oh, well, not teaming up, or maybe teaming up with Santino. Yeah, I could I could see them putting on something good. Next question we have from J.D. Pierce. Hey, you guys are effing awesome. In NXT, my favorite tag team has to be the Ascension. But with them being in their 30s, do you think they'll ever make it up to the main roster? If so, how long do you think they'd last? Thanks for, uh, thanks for an awesome listen every weekend at J.D.S. Franchise 513 on Twitter. Um... Why are you scrolling? What do you got to scroll? I'm trying to read the. You you heard me say the question. Yeah, but I don't actually listen to you. I can read it. Oh my god, Chris! I hope you're listening to this and making fun of David. Yeah, because he scrolls around while I'm trying to actually read stuff here. Maybe if you prep. I would actually. I would actually (laughs) see. I see them bring them up. I mean, I don't think there's any reason why why not. not. Yeah, they're in NXT. There has to be a reason why they're there. Just because they're in their 30s. I mean, Batista was in his. Quote unquote 30s when he <laughs> first got yeah. brought up. DDP. I, yeah, I was gonna say. I think the best example of this is DDP. Yeah, he didn't. I don't even think he got started with wrestling as a pro wrestler like, until like 35, until maybe, yeah, 36. 35 maybe. Yeah. So I don't think there would be any problem with bringing them up. And Brandon, usually, how long do guys in their 30s last? In their 30s. What yeah, does over that their mean? 30s. How am I supposed to know that? I'm not a pro wrestler. Okay. Is that a joke? <laughs> Are you gonna? Is that, like right, a, so go is that a Justin Gabriel joke? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, he's, I think he's in his thirties. Oh, I'll take this next one. Yeah, that's what I'm scrolling All right. for. Good old Aaron. Oh, thank you for your question. Oh yeah, or comment. All right, good episode, guys. I'll keep in. I'll try to keep it uh, short this week. Chris, dot dot dot. Lol. First of all, bam roasted because Chris isn't here. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess that's a good thing for you. You didn't have to keep it too short, but we do appreciate that. But, but regardless, that's one. Here's the rest of the. Comment, David. <laughs> Here is an interesting question for you. Which WWE superstar would you like to trade places with? It could be anyone on the WWE roster. Personally, I'd pick a referee because I'd have the best seat in the house for every match. P.S. I would like to become the first and number one Brandon Mark. Dot, dot, dot. And hashtag Dave still sucks. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, and um, could you? You have to be correct when you do hashtag. Is hashtag Dave the Rave? 
still sucks. No, it's not. Um, thank you very much. Dave still sucks for weeks. Yeah, but it's kind of wrong. It should be Dave the Brave. Eh, I don't think so. When were you ever at raves? Uh, when were you ever out raving? Back in the college days. Yeah, back in the, the college, college days. Who were you ever fisting? Right there. Right <laughs> yeah. there. So who would you actually trade places with? Who would I trade places with? I wouldn't actually trade places with the referee because they may have a good seat, but they also have one of the toughest jobs in pro wrestling. To maintain a match and to keep control of a match, it does get very difficult. I wouldn't want to be in the referee's position. Yeah, and I'd have to say, it'd be creepy for you to say a, a diva so you could be in the diva's locker room. So don't say that, David. Not going to say that. But you're, but you're thinking it. Not going to say it, though. <laughs> uh, I, and it's also, like, I, I don't want to say somebody on the commentary team because that's a difficult thing. I don't not think that, I, not that I'm afraid of that, difficult That's the thing. Things. I don't think I would be able to do the commentary. As, right, I mean, we, we barely get through a two-man Exactly, show. like you have to like stay <laughs> on top of it. We'd probably do better than some of the commentary teams out there, though, especially like WCW. Oh. I think, and TNA right now, I think we'd do better than them. Yeah, Mark Madden. Would, yeah, right, come on. Absolutely. I think I'd rather trade places probably with like John Cena. I mean, John with, Cena? Yeah, he, he <laughs> look at what he gets to do from the Make-A-Wish Foundation to being one of the top superstars. I think he he has a great life going. I would like to trade with John Cena. I would. I don't know. Do I want kids? Do I trade with Triple H? I yeah. Why not? Nah, I don't think so. Why? So who would you go with? I would trade with that hockey player who's going out with Kelly Kelly. Oh, what's his face? I forgot. It. Yeah, I don't know. All right, take it away. What? I have to do the next question. Didn't I do two in a row? Uh, this one's from Bizarro Will. Appreciate the weekly show as always. Oh, this is a question for Dave, I bet. But I wanted to ask if you could share thoughts on the best wrestling game in the past. It's either No Mercy or WrestleMania on N64. WCW vs. NWO was a pretty was also pretty good. Today's games are great, but they don't measure up to these classics. The reason why I say this is a question for Dave is because he hasn't updated his system since... N64. No, since PS2 came out. PS2, yeah, <laughs> but you didn't get PS2 when it came out, did you? No, no. I probably waited a year. Waited a, I probably waited until PS3. Wait. I probably yeah. waited till PS3 you waited came out. You waited until way it. after PS3 <laughs> came out. You had the skinny one. Yeah. So your basic <clears throat> system is N64 as is. So what are your thoughts on No Mercy? First I would. Of all? I mean, I do agree. I I'd rather play one of those games than any of the current ones. I like the grappling system. See, I like. That makes no sense to me. I I just have so much fun with those games. Um, I'd probably go with No Mercy. It's tough to come close to No Mercy. The I mean, No Mercy. Just a lot of fun. No Mercy, WrestleMania 2000, and NWO versus WCW were all basically the same exact. Basically game. the same, but I. But No Mercy, there's no better game for N64 wrestling wise than No Mercy was. Yeah. But today's games, come on, bro. I I gotta go with. I mean, maybe it's just because I don't have the system and I don't have the game to play myself. The only time I really get to play the game is when I'm over at your place or Chris's or someone or like Juan's house playing, uh, playing yeah, the game. Yeah, having a great time while doing it. No, I'm not going to deny that. So maybe if I did have the game, I would change my uh, perspective on that. Yeah. All right. Andrew F. wrote into us, great show once again. It's only October and I can't wait until 2013 Markies. Mark. Questions. <laughs> Just kidding. Number one. Who are two guys who have never been in a tag team before that you think had potential to be a big-time tag team? Go. 
You want to answer this as we go? Yeah, do it up. Uh, right off the bat, I just want to say, well, first of all, Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara kind of failed, but I would want, I'd like to say Rey Mysterio and Kalisto in NXT, Samurai Del Sol. I've seen what Del Sol can do. We haven't seen Kalisto debut yet, and Rey Mysterio apparently is down in NXT. That's true. And if rehabbing injuries or if, whatever. If you don't if you've never seen Kalisto or Samurai Del Sol in action before, definitely YouTube him. He's one of those superstars that you want to get to know before you actually get to see him. Well, no, up to that, that's not necessarily what you need to do though. Because if you go and see Kalisto in his debut match, whenever it happens, and you've never seen him before, that's gonna be like holy shit. That's true. You're gonna be you're gonna you will be hooked. This guy is I'd say he's very similar to Rey Mysterio. In, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, would say so. And a, a young Rey Mysterio. Very, yeah, a young, young not Rey, Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. And he's cur- he's more current moveset than Rey Mysterio because of the risk that he does take. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, I would go with probably like Big E and Big Zeke or maybe Kurt Hawkins and the animal Batista. Why... Well, Kurt because, Hawkins, you seriously have that? Yeah, on your right list? here. You Kurt know, Hawkins and Batista. So that's what you can say, Hawk and Animal. Animal and Hawk. Why oh, not? Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, I also have down Hawkins and David Hart Smith. Hawkins, I would like to see that. I think I would, that that would be kind of a cool tag team to do. Right? Yeah, I would definitely. I, that's an interesting. Like I started thinking about that um, when I was talking to you earlier today. I was thinking David Hart Smith. Davey Boy Smith Jr. is in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now with uh, Vance Archer. And they have a great thing that's, going on. Uh, that's weird, though, because it's like... Uh, it's like... You're, you're taking do you, two... Do you see that only because you saw Hawkins and Vance Archer team up in WWE? No, I didn't even, that didn't even cross my mind. But I think... I could see a really good fit with uh Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Hawkins. Because I think Hawkins is good with a, a bigger tag team yeah. partner. I mean look at look at Tyler Rex. I, I agree. This is why you could have like the pow- the big powerhouse and then you have Hawkins at, like doing everything else. I think it would fit in perfectly. I also have down just things that we haven't seen or at least I don't think we've seen in NXT. We probably have Adrian no, Neville no. and Sami Zayn. I don't know if we've seen that. Um, and then I have down, we've seen this on the indie market, but Sammy Callahan and Dean Ambrose. I think that would be a very exciting uh, team to see in the WWE on the main roster. It's funny how you say Sammy Zayn, but then you go ahead and say Sammy Callahan. Yeah. Well, you, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Solomon Crow. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Solomon Crow and Dean Ambrose. So, yeah, let us know what you think, tag team wise, what you would uh, like to see. All right, number two. Who is. Who is, uh, all right. Who was or is a comedic wrestler that you think could have been a star if taken serious? For example, maybe a guy like Santino or Goldust or Zack Ryder. Firstly, I just want to say Goldust, I think, was very much so taken seriously yeah, in I, the early 90s, 95, I, 96, I never thought of him as a comedic wrestler until that entire um, electrocution. Where he was with Booker T. Uh, but, I yeah, I, I see what you mean. Uh, but there were times where you thought maybe he wouldn't be champion. I think Goldust, for sure, should be champion. But I don't know. I mean, taken serious-wise, champion? Uh, it's tough. A comedic wrestler. 
Did you did you not agree with Zack Ryder though? I don't. I don't see him as a champion right now. And right now, I do, that's because WWE I mean, I don't drops see him, the ball continuously. And I but I don't see him as a comedic wrestler, really. It's I don't know if it's... like I don't see him as a Colt Cabana comedic wrestler. <coughs> I think you're I looking mean, at comedic wrong. Though. I, I may be. But if I was looking... In the way that I'm looking about it, like, I can like see Greg Colley. Greg Colley's not a comedic wrestler, but currently he's a comedic wrestler. I But that's, that's the thing. I don't see Zack Ryder in that comedic role. But well, Greg Colley is in that same position. I guess, but uh, uh, I, w- I would go with Santino. And I would like you to move your arm right now. It's on my like penis. Closer to you? No, move oh, your okay. hand off my penis. Um, I would go with Santino, though. I mean, coming into um, WWE, he had a lot of hype behind him from being a Greco-Roman wrestler. Are you talking about when he debuted in Italy? Yeah. I think before the comedic gimmick, I think if he was taken seriously, I really think that he could be a champion at some point. Uh, if he was serious. Yeah. I don't even All think... Right. But honestly, I don't think... Even with the comedic gimmick, I could see him being... Oh, yeah. I mean... When... In, earlier this year, we almost saw it. Wasn't it earlier this year or was it last year? At the Elimination Chamber? I go back and forth because then you also have guys like CM Punk, Randy Orton. Wait, how are we wait, gonna wait, put, wait, wait. But how are we going to put Santino ahead of these guys? It's just... It's how it works. You, you build people up. When did we see Santino in that, in that Elimination Chamber match? Was it earlier this year or last year? Either one. Last year, this year, I'm not sure. But Santino, it was like down to him and maybe, I don't know. I got maybe Randy Orton or something. There was like him and somebody else left. And he hits the Cobra and he was literally the most over move in professional wrestling today is that Cobra. You go to a house show, it's the loudest pop. You go to a Monday Night Raw, it's the loudest pop. I don't know now so much since he's returned again, but a few months ago... That was like the hottest move. I could see him as a comedic world champion. I'm I mean, trying to think of other comedic wrestlers. Like, I mean, all you all you could think of is really Colt that's Cabana, it. Scotty Goldman. Sorry yeah. for saying Scotty Goldman. Um, number three for Brandon. Why is Justin? I almost said Justin Credible. Justin Gabriel so awesome. Doesn't have to do with his ring attire. From the number two mark at Drew Fem ninety seven. Uh, I'll read the other stuff later. Well, it says PS hockey season. Happy, Happy hockey, hockey season. season. Hell yeah. Too, I guess. Uh, no, it doesn't have to do with his ring attire. And I guess Justin Gabriel's just incredible. He's he, no, I'm just kidding. I, I have to agree with Brandon, though. I'm a big fan of Justin uh, Justin Gabriel. <laughs> you get that out of your mouth. I, like, I don't make it that known on the show usually. Usually I let that stick with Brandon, but I'm a big fan of Justin Gabriel too. I think he has a ton of potential. Uh, back in the day, me and Brandon used to talk about how very similar we thought he was of the old uh, HBK and how he just has so much potential that WWE could do with him. So wow, he's not. This so is he, all coming out in so this one Brandon, episode. So Brandon's <laughs> not alone with feeling uh, so strong-heartedly about Justin Gabriel. Um, yeah, because he's awesome. He just he he is. If you like, I spent months, not months. Oh yeah, months. I guess you'd say watching his matches, superstars, NXT, etc. And they were good. I'm almost positive he was uh, FCW champion too. At some yeah, point. he yeah. was. Remember that was on my list. I think he used Candice's theme song too. Candice. Yeah, I think he like, used. Let me show you what love is. Whatever her theme song let is, me show I you think how to he move used it body. in. 
Yeah, I think he used it when he first debuted in uh, FCW. But, yeah, happy hockey season. Let's go Rangers. Kurt Hawkins and Batista. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had a lot of uh, independent professional wrestling this weekend. That is uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate uh, in Island, New Jersey. We had the Bombshells. Uh, is it just PWS Bombshells now? Yeah, now I, I guess it's not Blow anymore. Now it's PWS Bombshell 7. Yeah, so we had Bombshell 7 this past Saturday in Island, New Jersey. Yeah, right. There was a big like uh, attraction there match. There was a big riot. My God, my God. There was a riot because Riot actually faced off against Angelina Love. And she got the victory. She yeah. pinned Angelina Love. I thought that was a pretty... Uh, and Riot, was it Riot coming out of retirement for that? Yes. That is a fact. So I think that's a pretty big statement for her to come back and uh, yeah, pick up victory over Angelina Love. We'll see if more comes of that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What? No, no, go ahead. All right. Also, um, Sumi Sakai defeated Leilani Kai. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty interesting. You have two veteran wrestlers going at it. and it's Maybe one more veteran than the other. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> of course. But it's just still pretty cool to have that nostalgia factor. What's up? I don't know. Are you serious? I don't know. But, yeah, I, I still think that's pretty cool that PWS brings in all of these nostalgia factor and the pro older pro wrestlers – not yeah. to say that they're older, but... No, that they are older. Yeah, like, but no not as an insult. You wrestle at, at WrestleMania 1, you're older. Yeah, but it's not meant as an insult, but to have people like that coming in, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Amazing Kong was there. Yeah, she, she looked great. Yeah. A lot slimmer. She lost a lot of weight. Props we, to you. We've seen pictures of her in, in recently, so... Yeah, she was actually in a elimination tag team match later on in the night where... Kong tagged with the uh, uh, bombshell champion La Rosa Negra to take on the backseat girls, and Missy Sampson actually pinned both of them. At I, the same time, was it or no? No, at the same oh, time. Oh, excuse the, me. Come on now. Excuse me, because you can actually. Oh, it's a tag team elimination match. I'm sorry that you I'll don't understand the notes that I write. I'll go f myself. Okay, yeah, because yeah. you write like a chicken <laughs> scratch or whatever. Well, Missy Sampson pinned both La Rosa Negra and Kong in the match. And Finucci, the commissioner, the right, the PWS yeah, commi- uh, bombshell commissioner, so, yes. Finucci, gave her a, t- a future title match with a stipulation to be determined, which is huge because, as we all remember, uh, Missy Sampson lost the title to La Rosa Negra under, um, I don't know, finish that up. What? How, uh, controversy. Yeah, okay. Where La Rosa Negra came out and just pretty much pummeled Missy Sampson, and the referee called the bout. Yes, and with the stipulation to be announced, you never know what kind of match it will be. I mean, never. we've seen matches, like uh, first blood matches. We've seen some big matches in PWS. We could easily so. see a hardcore match. We could easily see a first blood match. PWS bombshells. <laughs> I thought you were going to say P.D. Williams. I was like, what? PWS bombshells don't leave. I could even see a ladder match. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I would I would, see that would be a I'd cool ladder match. And also, Vanity made her uh, debut on the roster. She faced off against Jennifer Cruz and picked up a big victory. So, yes. congratulations to Vanity 
and we definitely look forward to seeing you progress in the world of pro wrestling, especially with PWS. Yeah, moving on to PWS uh, Fight Night. That was a student show. Which we always say, they, although they are students, they are some of the best performers and uh, best entertainers. Yeah, I think it's I think it's about time to stop calling them student shows. Yeah, they're... Uh, I think the night actually kicked off with a musical performance. Was that the night or was it... Yeah, I'm going to say I think the night kicked off with a, a musical performance by Shaq Daddy. Yeah, Shaq Daddy. Performing if, if you, She Thirsty. Yeah, if you heard that from our previous podcast where we played that, you could go check him out on SoundCloud. Um, yeah, but after that, you had Miggs facing off against Danny Moff. Danny Moff? Danny Moff? Bariqua? Is just Danny Moff? Dan Moff? I don't know. Dan Moff? Dan Moff. Danny Moff. He faced – it was Miggs versus Moff. And as you expected, Moth picked up the victory. But Miggs was very impressive too. He hit the Miggs salt, which is uh, what is it like a Dan uh, Christopher Daniels moot salt with the assistance of the top rope to the outside. Very similar to that. I don't know. Um, and also, I gotta just say he took a DDT from Moth, and this sell of oh, it looks yes, awesome. Big props if you're listening to this. Big props for that. That's like. It, Throughout wrestling, the more you watch, you get more and more impressed as you watch someone sell a move as opposed to perform a move. And the sell of move, <laughs> wow, Dave. well, no, and the, the sell of that <laughs> RVD sells that move. But seriously, really like with, I think with the DDT, the selling of that makes everything. If you sell a DDT like a pro, it looks perfected, and that move looked great. I thought that sell of it. The, it was perfect. Yeah, it puts spot the, on. It puts the sprinkles on the ice cream. Damn right. Also, King Hippo faced off against Little Mac. That is right. King Hippo faced off against Little Mac. Those that don't know, it's from Mike Tyson. Uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out from the NES games, and that was a fun match. I have to think that it's got to be very difficult to wrestle with boxing gloves on and not have your two hands to actually do moves. Even though King Hippo did take his gloves off at one point. Yeah, but that's a fun match. Both fit the characters completely, and uh, King Hippo actually picked up the victory. Yeah. Um, also, you had the Southside Players Club and teaming, Black. yeah, oh. teaming with Black Hollywood <laughs> to take on the Suburban Outfitters and the Heavenly Bodies. The Heavenly Bodies are the PWS Tag Team Champions. Yes, they are. Yeah. I don't know why I said yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. You, Brandon's over here imagine, imagining himself no, in a Heavenly Body that. robe right don't now. Don't say that. Just, oh, I could actually. I wouldn't mind wearing that. Yeah, cool. yeah they're pretty sweet attires. Um, Joe Hardway stands out in this match to me. I He's just from this to... The, um, the last Rawway show, he's just been very impressive. Um, I know he's been around the business for a little bit of time, but in the ring, he used to team with Mo Sexton. I thought it was just really, it's just very impressive. Black Hollywood picked up the pin. Sean picked up the pin and the victory. But leading on, as we just mentioned about Joe Hardway teaming with Mo Sexton, Mario. Well, wait, Mario. I was going to say before you go on, I was going to say, that? speaking of Joe Hardway, P.S. David's got a boner. Huge, huge. <laughs> but the Croatian sensation, Mario, he actually picked up another victory. 
continuing his domination. Yeah, who did he fight? I don't even know. Was that like just a jobber? Uh, no, nah, it was one of the new students, but unfortunately... So he was just a jobber? Yeah, <laughs> at the time. If you're listening, for now, I'm sorry. Yeah. For now, for now. But yeah. you never know what can become of these students. Yeah. But Mario picked up the victory uh, via submission. Yes. Um, where do you see him going? Uh, why not? I'm... Uh... WS champion. Yeah, you think you can see him in the championship scene? Yeah, I, you know, I could see, but I mean, you're building up, you're building up Moff, you're building up Mario, and both of these guys have that dominant uh, ability about them, right? Like they're more dominant wrestlers when it comes to pro wrestling. Yeah, it would I, be very interesting. It's very interesting to see where they're moving up to. Yeah, sky's the limit with these guys. Yeah. You also had AC Gamble and Anthony Vigilante taking on Reality Check. Um, as we know, AC Gamble and Anthony Vigilante are part of the Untouchables. Yes. Which not much is known of them yet. And uh, it, it doesn't appear as if they can be touched. Well, somebody that was not touched uh, at the time. <laughs> well, I guess somebody that was touched was Kevin Matthews during the match. <laughs> Kevin Matthews got attacked by so that unknown guy that attacked him at the um what was the last one the Rahway return to Rahway yeah return to Rahway <laughs> the same guy that attacked him back then attacked him at this current show nailed him with the jackknife powerbomb and just left to left him laying there yeah AC Gamble and Vigilante were able to pick up the corpse I guess yeah pick up the corpse? victory I don't know. He laid him wind. out. What do you mean the corpse? He's well, not they, dead. Well, they kind of like vultures. They picked no. at him. They, oh, they picked. Oh, I thought you were meaning it like picked up the victory. I no, no, saying. like how, like kind of like vultures. Yes, yeah, like kind of like you. vultures. They fed on uh, whatever this guy left uh, yes, over. Yes, except that wasn't true. So okay, okay. The shield are more like vultures than anything. The shield okay. pick at them. All right. Well, this guy did have a match. Yes. This guy did have a match. Oh. Apparently he's going by the name of Arkham. Arkham, Arkham. Whatever. Yeah, kind of Arkham. like that um, Arkham Asylum yes. from the Batman video games. But Arkham t- made his debut, taking on made his team official match debut. Yeah, his official match debut, taking, taking on Team Twenty Four Seven. And and this guy is this fucking guy dominant. is dominant. Fucking dominant. <laughs> I'm not gonna curse. <laughs> All right, but this guy was dominant. And I thought that he even nailed, he nailed the boot to the face, the jackknife powerbomb. This guy... Oh, don't forget about the pump handle slam. Oh, the pump handle slam. There's, <laughs> there's going to be a lot to happen with this guy. And later on in the match, after he picked up the victory, Kevin Matthews came out to try to get some revenge. Yes, definitely tried to uh, pick up the upper hand. You got it. You got it. There you the go. The upper hand, David. Water. Yeah, no, Kevin... Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Matthews <laughs> nailed him with a clothesline to the outside, and they both just left with a little stare down. And Arkham and Kevin Matthews, they have a little feud boiling up. I'm yes. interested to see where this goes too. This is very cool to see. I mean, I'm happy that Kevin Matthews is out of the championship scene. That's a weird thing to say. No, no, I'm happy to see that more people are going in. They're kind of rotating everybody around now. Yeah. He was a PWS you, yes, heavyweight yes. champion uh, champion for a while. Now it's Bonesaw's turn. You got Alex Reynolds still in that scene too. And now Kevin Matthews can move aside to face off against Arkham. Yes, yeah, so their feud is definitely going to be boiling up. So grab your melted butter and your claw crackers. Oh, that was a terrible reference. And check out Cooking with Brandon <laughs> too yeah. on YouTube. 
Um, but yeah, you said that first of all. Yeah, I know. I thought that, that's where you're going with. It. No, why would I do that? It's a lobster bake. Like I don't know. Maybe that's next. Boiling. You boil the lobsters. You boil the. Crab. Maybe that's what we'll do on the next one. I'm not making crabs or lobsters. I don't eat fish like that. I heard Real or Rudy could help you out with the crabs. I don't think so. All right. Although I don't know. Hashtag push railroad Rudy. <laughs> uh, Dave Destruction or Destruction went up against Bobby Wayward from the Untouchables. And of course, this match went underway and the Untouchables. What? Oh, I was going to say, I. I I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? The what are you doing? Untouchables attacked. And then Black Hollywood made the save. <laughs> it's just funny listening to Brandon struggle that time. It's not all right, but the, me struggling? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I'm to read my handwriting. I wasn't struggling at all. Look like you're having difficulty. These are my notes. This is I wrote this because stuff. I have to write the notes. I wrote for this. I wrote this. I These write are my notes. I write the show. No, I do. Yeah, I you do. write the show. Okay. Well, the Untouchables well, the attack David. destruction. I said that already. Okay. And Black Hollywood made the sale. Which was which was they made the sale. <laughs> <laughs> they made the sater. No, they made the sale because that's what it says. <laughs> All right, but yeah, this is different from what we saw last time. Last time we saw Big O making the save. Yes. Yeah, so maybe maybe we'll see something turn of that. I know in the future, at, in October, you're going to be seeing Big O team with destruction. So we'll see about where this is going. Craig Favaro retained his suicidal six way champion. Ship. Ship, yeah. <laughs> in the suicidal six way. I like this spot when the drunken swashbuckler was walking on the top rope using Craven. I yeah, I thought to that was walk and then he just did the dive to the outside. Kind of like walking the plank. I see what you did there. Uh, I mean I didn't I didn't do it. You he could did it. I can't do that. I don't know. I Let's try to go. next time we go, we'll try to see I'm if you can do it. To a ring. <laughs> but those matches are always fun to watch. Yeah, Bone saw faced off against Damian Gibbs. Hold on, get it right. PWS heavyweight champion Bone saw. Sorry. <laughs> faced off against Damian Gibbs, and uh, I was I was. I thought that this was a good back and forth match. Damian Gibbs, his new, I guess it's not. Re- Is it his new gimmick? Yeah. Damian. I mean, he's but he's always been doing that. But he's always been cocky. He's yeah, very aesthetic. Rick Martellish, very Rick Rudish. I'm still a big fan of it, but I like the end of it. I like how he was going for the rolling su- uh, rolling fisherman suplexes. I, you know what? I, it's like you, you don't call that the three amigos, right? Because you're so you're like, oh, three amigos has to be the has to be the suplexes. Okay, is that what you think? Oh, um, because the only reason why I, mean, I say where that. You're going well, the only reason why I say that is because the rolling perfect plexes three yeah. times, whatever, that doesn't, like, that's a long title. That's a long to say. Rolling three, three of them. Yeah. Three rolling suplexes, whatever. Yeah. In a row. That's, like, a lot to say. So it is a lot to say. Three amigos, but instead of the suplex, it was a perfect plex or a whatever it's called. Uh-huh. That's, you could describe it like that. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Well, unfortunately, it didn't go as planned because <laughs> Bonesaw ended up preventing that third uh, fisherman suplex. Yes. And it nailed the submission, and with that submission, he picked up the victory. Yeah, and uh, that was PWS. Fight night. Fight night, yes. Yeah, you'll be able to check them out in October in Rahway, New Jersey, and you can find out more information at Pro Wrestling Syndicate. 
www.ltwrestling.com. Yes, and another independent professional wrestling event that we had this weekend was MYWC Till I Collapse at the Sportatorium. A few interesting notes to make note of, I guess you'd say. Notes to make note of? Yes. Okay. That's something that's real. Okay. Uh, just As here and there. Fake? No. Just, you know what? F you. <laughs> Larry Legend actually made his big return. I don't know if you'd say big return, but yeah. I'd say it was a yeah, big return. Big, I mean, big the guy. Big return to MYWC. Yeah, the guy's been doing Ring of Honor shows. Ring of Honor shows, yes. So welcome back. Have, always pleasure having him back. That's, yeah. Uh, over the past few months, I'd say, Just Incredible and Matt Stryker have been kind of like teaming up, but Credible's been, you know, iffy. Turning his back a little bit Not on really Stryker. credible. Not really, really credible. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, he wouldn't be a credible that. tag yeah, team. You could use okay. that. Uh, so they were, they were, uh, Stryker was out in the ring talking and basically challenged Justin Credible. Brian Vitko came out and made it a tag team match where Stryker and Justin Credible ended up teaming up to lose to Athletic Inc., who were the tag team champions. Thank you, Dave. For Jesse Vane and uh, yes. Matt Justice. Yes. With Marty Bell. Uh, something else, note of interest. Note of interest, okay. Is that there might be a new Order of the Black. I'm not forming. too sure if they're going under that name, but we're going to call them the New Order of the Black. Yes. Uh, Polyon and Bill Carr showed up uh, with Crusher Dugan and destroyed Blake Morris. And Apollyon and Bill Carr are two huge guys that you do not want to get in their way of. They will F up anybody that steps in that ring with them. Yeah. Um, but then they, we also had a, the NYWC Heavyweight Championship was on the line as the champion, Big O, big o, big o. faced off against Tony Nese, the premier athlete, Tony Nese. Yeah. During the match, Athletic Inc. came out and... Uh... They handed, they handed Anthony Nice the Starlet Championship when the referee, I believe, was knocked out and Mike Mondo ran out. Well, he got caught. He swung, he hit Big O with the championship, got caught, got DQ'd, Uh-oh. and then they just, Athletic Inc. just beat down the Big O. Yeah, just so Athletic took Inc. took a whooping. Yeah, Athletic Inc. beat down Big O, put him through a table even. I believe it was his merch table. As Jason Linick had said, you can follow him at Jay Linick on Twitter. Uh, Mondo ended up coming in for the save for Big O and then turned on him. And Ma- Mike Mondo is now part of Athletic Inc., I guess? I guess you'd say so. And Anthony Nice ended up leaving with the title, but he is not the champion. So do not be confused. Big O is still the NYWC heavyweight champion. Yes. But you can check out more information at nywcwrestling.com. No, isn't it? Is it nywc? Oh, wrestling.com. In my head, in my head, I heard nywc. (laughs) You you were thinking about uh, CZW does that, right? Right, CZ wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Um, But House of Madness is going to take place October nineteenth. You'll see a House of Madness auditorium. Yes, you'll see (laughs) House of Madness steel cage match. As Matt Justice and Jesse Vane, the current tag team champions, Athletic, Athletic Inc. Inc. Jinx, you owe me a soda. Sounds good. Take on Mikey Whipwreck and Stockade versus... Big Time Rush. That's Anthony Burma and Ryan Rush. The Adrenaline Rush. 
Yeah, you also you also see on that night Matt Stryker in action against Justin Credible. Yeah. So go check them out. Now, have we been to uh, a what? House of Madness? Yes, we did. And that's when they had the cage match that's, with... We saw Mikey Whipwreck heel turn. With, like, and Kip and... No, was Kip in that match or was that I Kenny? think Kip... Was uh, Kenny, in Kenny was involved. It was Kenny. It was, like, Kip and Fat Kenny, Pat. Kenny, Fat Pat. Yeah. And so those are fun Rex, matches Rex to watch. Wallace. That was a, a very intense match. So I think yeah. Burma and King Mega may have been involved in that. I think I don't remember yeah, though. It I'm may have sure. been a year or two ago. But they're fun matches, so definitely yeah. go and check that out and on the nineteenth. No matter what October. you do, support independent wrestling. These yes. guys go out there to entertain you for the night, and you can't ask for more. Yeah, they're, go to their go to their. No, I was going to say website, but go to their events. You can buy the T-shirts. Buy all of their T-shirts. Support I know, them. I know MYWC has a special T-shirt with Spectrum Designs, as does Mikey Whipwreck for, uh, is it Autism? Yes, Autism Speaks, I think. Yeah, so, so support that. And just don't focus just on WWE, TNA. Check out these... Um, independent promotions that are doing things that are making noise yes and some of them might even be better than ring of honor that is a fact that is a fact yes so moving on we have a nice little musical interlude interlude to add to our show that's right and if you have anything to add to this show just email us an mp3 of your song because we don't do this after we come back from the interlude well, I was buying you a little bit of time. No, I don't need any time to be bought. Eh, with that little contraption over there, it looks like it may take you a little bit to pull up. Uh, a vagina? No, I'm just kidding. Imagine, no, whatever. Clark? No, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, this uh, musical interlude of the week is brought to you by the letter C. I'm just kidding. It's brought to you by Frankie Hall and James Bellello. It's called Get Him and Do It. And we'll be right back here on Marking Marking Out. 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 Hello there. (laughs) So weird, man. So weird. First time with auto tune. No, it's not. What the fuck is going on? I'm getting really thirsty and I want to play some pong. I'm sitting in my living room and making some calls. And in about an hour, I'll be sinking my balls in your cups. Bitch, your cups. I hit the last cup. The next team's up. Two balls in one cup. That's called a death cup. Looks like you're out of luck. Now go play flip cup. Don't try to bounce, you'll never get it past me I never missed a shot, man, I'm too damn nasty Drinking my beers, hanging out with my peers I may be underage, but I've been doing it for years Just get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, there ain't nothing to it Drinking and driving, yes, that is very best I may get arrested, but I haven't been yet. Limbrook's finest think they're better than the rest, but they can't put a bullet through my bulletproof vest. <laughs> can't even pass their own sobriety test. Pulling over children until they confess. Well, 
Well, what would you expect? He's mad cause his wife can't get him erect McCarthy, you pussy It's Frankie, you OG I'm 12 deep, can't you see? I can't walk on my feet Yeah, get him and do it Get him and do it We just get him and do it Get him and do it We just get him and do it Get him and do it We just get him and do it There ain't nothing to it Time to get drunk Someone pull me some shots Grab me two cups and just fill them to the top Getting really wasted while the liquor isn't tasted Maybe went too far, but the blunt I just faced it When I go to parties, I don't wear shoes So if I pass out, it's not a dumb move I rob this fucking beat, now I got the groove Tripping down the stairs, drank way too much booze Find a car to hard to walk these streets Got the G-Swag with the Jordans on my feet Now I'm stuck here with two girls in my bed One to pour my liquor and one to give me her Whoa. Get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it, there ain't nothing to it Get him and do it, get him and do it We just get him and do it Get him and do it, we just get him and do it. Get him and do it, we just get him and do it. There ain't nothing to it. wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans i almost certain i don't know if chris does that i always do this i never know how to come back from break even though i listen to all 139 episodes of the show more than once i'm like 139 episodes behind you yeah i'd say so <laughs> i would say so big time that and that uh musical interlude again was get em, get em and do it by frankie hall and james bilello so thank you for contributing. What are they, the Keystone Players? Yes, the Keys... Is it the Keystone Players? Keystone, Keystone Players? What, Keystone what do you Knights? want me to res respond, refer to them as? Um, Sorry, that's what I'm going to apologize Keystone Blink. Yes. Fill in the blank, Keystone. Keystone Knights, whatever. We're spending too much time on that. Thank yeah, you but... for that musical interlude. If you have a musical interlude submission for us, email us at markinout1 at gmail.com. Uh, I believe that's it. Yeah, send us songs. Send us, please. Yeah, send poetry. Us songs. I'll read your poetry. Send us rap, rap, pop, country, pop, hip hop, R and B, hip hop, anonymous. We'll 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 play anything. If you have a little, if you if you have a comedy set that you want played, I was a about to say if you're three if you, minutes or so. Yeah, if you're a comedian and you have a little skit going on. Although I don't think you're funny, but. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, moving on, we're going to start with some professional, no, sports, sports entertainment. entertainment talk. Sports entertainment now. Yes, we're going to kick this off with NXT. Yeah. You, I wish this that week's... stood for something, but it doesn't. Nope, it does not. But that's right. This week's NXT. We have, I, think, we saw... I think NXT was just like uh, like next, next generation. Yeah, yeah, I think so I too. I think that's what it was. They had the show. I think so you too. You didn't think of it. But <laughs> um, Santino and Emma teamed up to face Fandango and Summer Rae. Yeah, if you don't watch NXT, find this match on Hulu and play it. We posted it on our Twitter page. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page. 
watch it, especially for this tag team match. Because this was a great match, I'd say. I love the rapid tag, t- the rapid tags where Santino and Emma. <laughs> were, I, don't, I wouldn't call them rapid tags though; they were high five. Yeah, they Santino and don't Emma. Don't spoil the match, damn I'm it! I'm gonna spoil it because don't spoil the match. I damn have it. to spoil the match. I must review it. So they're doing a little comedy, do a comedy thing going on, and they're just congratulating each other, doing a little bit of high five, celebratory stuff. But they're neglecting that every time they high five. They're tagging the other person in. Tag. You're it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just hilarious to watch. There was a lot of this is awesome chants going on. I, that was right in the beginning of the match, which is weird to chant. But yeah, it was. I mean, it's you can tell that how dated it is too, because Santino doesn't have his goatee in it. I didn't notice that. Yeah, That's his beard. Notice, his man. beard now is much more thicker as opposed to back then. And I did not know. I, I watch NXT. I didn't know. Emma was from Australia. Yeah. You never heard her speak? <laughs> I might have. I just currently yeah. don't remember. But this is a great tag team match. Um, it's very cool to see intergender matches like this. Yeah. I, I thought for a second that... Uh, uh, I thought for a second that Emma was going to attack Fandango. But... I thought so too. And then they went into that comedy angle. Yeah. So. I, I did think that. Um, I also, I really enjoy Renee Young on commentary. I love that. She was decent. It was funny. She was just, uh, saying how big of a creeper Fandango's been to her. I love the fact (laughs) that you have a female, a sexy female on commentary. It's something that you don't have too often. Who knows her, who knows her stuff? Exactly. You have a female per, a female commentator, which is not really done too often. I think it's great. I think, it's not. I don't remember it really at all. They I, never really had a female commentator. Me, me neither. Aside and Renee, from when a diva sat on commentary. Yeah, and like too. you said, Renee Young knows her stuff. She knows her NXT. She knows her pro wrestling. Have they? Ever she's had, very. She's very well spoken. Yeah. Have they ever had a diva impersonator sit in on commentary? Uh, I don't recall. Probably not. Um, you also had the tag team NXT tag team championship on the line as Adrian Neville. And Corey Graves took on the Ascension. Yes, and in the Ascension, of course, we have Connor O'Brien and Rick Victor. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but thanks for you're welcome taking it. You're welcome. Makes but no this, sense. I thought this was a good tag team match. Yeah, it was uh, back and forth. I think this goes back to our to our uh, question earlier in the night. In the night, that's weird. In the question day? earlier in our episode about the Ascension being in their thirties. Will they make it up to the main roster? I think, yes, this match was good. And now we have new NXT Tag Team Champions in that being the Ascension. Yes, yeah, so check them out. Check them out. I was. I thought that this was a good tag team match. I thought the first match was a, tag, was a really good tag team match with Santino. Well worth watching this NXT stuff. Also, you had Cassius Ono make his return to NXT as he faced off against... Luke Harper of the Wyatt family. Did, did they send Luke Harper back down for a certain reason? No. Yeah. What do you mean? Because he's not so great. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What the hell are you smoking, boy? Nothing. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't, about? Do I don't what, smoke that what shit. What are you talking about? But no, I thought that this was a really good match. I thought that... I was actually surprised. Kind of, but not what really. surprised you? I don't know. The fact that Luke Harper defeated Cassius Ono. So, I'm 
I don't know. I would expect that Cassius Ono on the main roster. But that's the thing. He's on the main roster, but then Cassius Ono coming back. I mean, we've seen people on the main roster lose before. Yes. On NXT. Yes. But, um, I mean, just and he because, didn't, and just because uh, returning Cassius Ono is returning. Doesn't but it's mean. also just not Cash. It's not just uh, Luke Harper. I mean, it was just Luke Harper. That's what I meant. He didn't have yeah. Eric Rowan or right. Bray Wyatt by his right. side. Right. Exactly. I, I would. I was actually expecting some sort of a. Uh, an attack or some sort of a no contest like a DQ or something like that um, but still good match Cassius Ono looked in great shape as we've mentioned in the past with his return um, also Enzo Amore and Kyle and Cassidy I love their promos we say it every single week if you've never listened to Enzo Amore Kyle and Cassidy promo listen to it you will laugh your butt off also you had the Bo Dallas Invitational uh, that, right? that's what Bo was, Dallas yeah, Invitational? I think they were getting that. Yeah, where he faced... I guess he... It's a kind of a gauntlet. It was a gauntlet right? match. Yeah. yeah, it was 100% a gauntlet match. I like the fact that he had a win, and then Leo Kruger came out teasing because everybody wants to see Leo Kruger in that spot. Yeah, and I, th- I thought for sure that was going to happen. Oh, I, I thought that was going to happen too. That's what everyone wants to see. And then C- Antonio Cesaro comes out kind of taking Leo Kruger's spot, just getting in the ring first. And then that led to them kind of getting sidetracked. And then this unknown Lucha Libre comes out. That's, I guess, I mean... I mean, do we want to say that? I mean, yeah. This unknown but, masked but, wrestler that... on commentary, were they saying... They were saying, we don't know who it is. Yeah, it was kind of confusing. They said, we don't know but who it is, masked wrestler. But then, did say but then, yeah, then they said El Local, but we've seen El Local before. We know it's not El Local. We know El Local is a little bit more. Maybe if you push this belly button, go, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was, wasn't that more like Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Blue? that was more I mean, like Tigger. Winnie, yeah, that was more like Tigger. Yeah. But I can't do <laughs> I don't know, whatever. But kids I, used to do that to I don't, me. In I don't think. School. I don't it think it fooled. Do. I, I don't it's think it. I don't think it fooled any of the audience though. Yeah, right, you o- got the, right away, everyone's ole. Yeah, ole, right ole. into the ole chants. If you couldn't guess, it ended up being Sami Zayn. Yeah, he nails a Yakuza kick in the corner and picks up the victory over Bo Dallas. Rips off that mask and reveals that it is indeed Sami Zayn. Now, Sami Zayn, with this win, guarantees him a shot against Bo Dallas. Yep. In two weeks, he has the opportunity to face Bo Dallas for the championship. Now, shouldn't Bo Dallas go ahead and say no? Because you are Sami Zayn. And Sami Zayn, of course, was not allowed to partake. That, you know, that could be... Invitational. That can come up. That he may play that card. I'm not too sure. But that's definitely, I guess it would play in his fat, in his, uh, factor. I'm sorry, did you just call me fat? No. No. No, because you no. said fat. fat. Sorry, folks, fat. not every joke will work tonight. Yeah, for those that don't know, Brendan's a little bit heavy set, so all of the <laughs> you heavy don't jokes. You that. Oh, I, Everybody knows. Does everybody know? Yeah. People know. People know? I'm pretty sure there's a picture of us on our website. I'm the one with the mask. Have you guys went to our website yet? Go check it out. Markingout.com. Jinx. That's All right. me knocking on the table, by the way, because you guys aren't here to see that. Yeah. But that's NXT. That's our coverage of NXT. We also had SmackDown. Well, first, before that, speaking of other things that you can't see that is here, Dave is actually wearing an Edgy Christian t-shirt. I am. And don't you want to introduce what I'm wearing? Not really. I'm wearing a... <laughs> <laughs> I, I see, like, I see, like, this little sexy, like... 
This little sexy pose with his arms behind his back. I'm wearing a sexy teddy. No, just kidding. I'm wearing. I'm a dishwasher. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing a rock t-shirt. I thought it was funny. We're both wearing red t-shirts. It's not a vintage t-shirt. That one's vintage, right? No, this is brand new. Bullshit. Brand new. WWE logo right there. Damn, boy, you wear that in. What do you mean? That's how the shirt looked, you dick. Really? Yes, that's how the logo looks worn out. It's supposed to look vintage. Uh, You fooled me. You fooled me. Oh, my God. It looks like you wore it since, like, high school. No. Just because how worn out it is. Listen, I have clothes that I've worn since high school. They don't look Yeah, like the Two Cools t-shirt? No, I don't have that. That was in high school. That was elementary school. Or maybe middle school. But... Regardless, I just, I just that's two. Just wanted to point that out. I thought it was funny that Dave and I were both wearing red wrestling shirts that were of superstars from the '90s. So, moving on to SmackDown. Sorry for that tangent. It made no sense. You guys are still. listening. You know, right now Chris stuff. is listening. He's just like, "You jerk! What are you doing? Side tangent." I'm taking over. But uh, SmackDown last Friday. We're gonna. What do you want to start with? Let's, um, start with let's the go to the, the middles. Yeah, middles. Uh, it was just one middle we had. We had uh, Sam- which was a debatable middle. It's not. Debatable. I say debatable I, middle because that's I'm why not, we're putting it in the middle. Because I Santino, think it was good. It was Santino versus. I'm gonna move Heath away from this later. Yes, because people were like, "My ears, my ears, my are, ears are burning. My ears are on fire. It's Kane." Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it was Santino versus Heath Slater. The reason why I voted for this match to be in the bads is because I think whoever he didn't even vote in the middle. He voted right. in the bads. But if a bad and a, and, a, and a good gets voted together, I would say that goes in the middle. Yes. The reason why I said it, it was bad, during the match, Santino had the Cobra, and oh, the two Indian wrestlers in WWE take out flutes and start trying to charm the Cobra with piped-in music. It was terrible. I think whoever wrote that should be fired right on the spot. I thought this was great. I thought it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. You were laughing like you yes. Were, I no, thought it was funny. Shit. I thought it was funny. No. And I think this is funny because on WWE no. TV, I wouldn't normally think that stuff like this is funny, <laughs> like the comedic stuff. But now, after you guys pointed out to me that it's the same thing as watching a Cole Cabana match, and Who except I didn't point that out back in the day, a long time ago, when I was against the Santino being a comedic gimmick and. I've, so maybe I did point it out. I'm pretty positive you pointed it out. But now all this comedic stuff on WWE TV is winning me over. I was going to put this in the good because I thought this was really funny. I, was, I thought that I thought that it wasn't it wasn't offensive at all. I thought that it was a it was a form of comedy, and I thought that the crowd enjoyed it as well. You can't you can never tell if the crowd enjoys it on SmackDown. That's true. Shit is piped in, as you could see with the flute instrumental music that was. Guess what? I play instruments. Those notes that they were hitting aren't those notes that were being played. I just think it was I a, thought so. No, bullshit. No, you didn't think that. You played recorder in third grade. I was about to say you used to play the recorder. There's no Hot way. cross buns. Yeah. Hot cross buns. <laughs> yeah. See how they run. Yeah. Hot cross buns? What is a hot right? cross buns, though? I don't know. I never got that. What is a See hot cross See how they run? Bun? Is that they're talking about somebody's ass? You know? I don't know. That's a weird thing They may thing be talking about that. It's a weird thing to teach kids. Yeah, why would they do that? Hot cross buns. Is it like a sticky bun? Yeah? I don't um, know. I just thought it was a terrible segment, and I'm glad there was people on Twitter that agreed with me that thought that whoever wrote that should be fired. 
I disagree with you. I think whoever wrote that should keep on writing for the WWE and keep on writing for Santino skits. It was me, David. I want to get fired now. All right, but on to the Moving bads. on to the bads. Antonio- uh, I'm going to start out with, I'm funny, it's funny that you said Antonio Cesaro since he's not even on the bads. I'm going to start with uh, AJ <laughs> defeating Cameron. Um, I want to say that the reason why this is in the bads is because of Cameron. And, like, why? What was happening there? Cameron, we get it. You can't wrestle. Please, do us the favor. Get like, off the TV. Like, what the get, fuck is going on? Just stay stay in the background. Don't get off the TV. But stay as a dancer. You don't have to wrestle. We get it. You're not there to become a pro wrestler. You're no, there but even to- if you're there to be a pro wrestler or not, if you're going to be in a pro wrestling match, I, it, listen... She's definitely been putting in time. I don't care about how much time. I don't like She's the fact that... She's definitely been putting in time because she has moves that... Jagger has, no. yes. Jag- but I feel, no. But Jagger I, moves better than that, I'm okay. sure. Okay, but still, I think that instead of putting... Res- putting I use the term lightly, right. wrestlers I like do Cameron. not think if you're not ready to be in a wrestling match, you shouldn't have been in that match. And even I, if I, you think you were ready for that match... I hate to tell you, you were not ready. I'd to rather be see Cameron in that summer rape position. I'd rather see that role reversed. Not that it's saying that I want to it's see not Cameron role reversal, but not to say that I want to oh, see Cameron. Oh, you'd rather see summer Ray wrestling. Exactly. I, I wanted, no, I was thinking that you'd just rather see Cameron as a manager, but I understand. No, like yeah, like I'd rather see right. Cameron as that that bystander right. that interferes with the match that encourage that manners in that valet role, right? While Summer Ray in that valet role, but also as that wrestler. Right, and this isn't, if you ever listen to this, Cameron, I am not sorry that you have to hear this from somebody, because I'm sure everyone's like, oh no, you were good, you were good. Please, and don't be frankly, offended, but so. it's the truth. The truth hurts. Also, what's up with this guy, Vincent? Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why, do you want to run at that? I would. I mean, uh, I think she could do better than that guy, Vincent, though. Yeah, he seems to be a tool, but we only know him from Total Divas, so we don't, who knows? Yeah, he looks like a tool, too. But... Who knows? Uh, the only other bad that we have, I just want to say, week after week, week after week, I'm sure once we get to Monday Night Raw, you'll see it as well. Alberto Del Rio is in the bads again. He defeated R-Truth. I'll but- be honest, I skipped the match. I didn't even take the time to watch it. Actually, no, I lied. I watched a little bit just to hear the crowd reaction to it. And once I noticed that there was no crowd reaction... I just fast-forwarded it. Yeah, Alberto Del Rio, just, there's no reaction. There's just absolutely no reactions from Del Rio, so... No, there's no point. As a champion, you have to get any reaction. As we all know, any any reaction is a good reaction and an acceptable reaction. But if you're getting no reaction, you gotta do something. Yeah, I mean, you're the world champion, so you think... I mean, are there any other world champions that you could think of that didn't even get a reaction like Alberto Del Rio or no? Um, not too sure. I mean, not that I recall. Yeah, I don't think so at all either. So it's just, uh, yeah. Now, uh, moving on to the goods list. On to the goods list. SmackDown, not SmackDoon. Uh, Real Americans defeated primetime players. Yeah, we'll pick, we'll, let's. Do only like one of them. 
What do you mean one or of two? Them? I don't know. I don't care about any. No, of just say that. They they defeated primetime players. It was a decent match. Uh, Dave wants to go through this like that. I'm I'm sure you heard the snapping. Yeah. Bray Wyatt defeated Zack Ryder. Uh, it was none, typical none, Bray Wyatt. That's the thing. None match. of these matches did anything for me. I mean, Zack Ryder was getting offense, so that was good. He was getting defense too. I guess is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Dean Ambrose went to a no contest, which then led them into a match with the Shield. Ver- well, they went to a no contest. The Shield was out there. Kofi Kingston and uh, and Dolph's no Kofi Kingston and Ziggler and RVD. Rob Van Dam were with Dolph Ziggler, so they were out there. Shield got involved. RVD and Kofi got in- involved. That went into the Shield. A shield yeah, versus- the Shield. Defeated them, all three of yes, them. That that move that went into that. And then also, Miz the Miz defeated, defeated Orton by DQ, but nobody cares about that. So let's no, move on to Triple the H got involved because Randy Orton didn't listen to the referee. So Triple H restarted the match, made it a no DQ match. Exactly. And Randy Orton moved. Uh, I mean, Randy Orton win one. All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. That's right. It's time to talk about, not my shameless plugs, but Monday Night Raw. All right. You um, thought I would leave you without. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was your shameless plug. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's start with the goods. Middles. Let's start with the Let's start goods. With the let's go with the goods. Let's start with the mipples. The mipples? But we yeah. did the mipples first last time. So you want to start with the bads? Let's do the bads. I'm not starting okay. out with the goods. But I don't want to start with the Del Rio. Okay, let's do the bads. Yeah, yeah let's All right. start out with Del the Rio. Bads. Del Rio the bads. Del Rio Zack Ryder. Decent match. The match, yes. The it match was, was decent, decent but the crowd just does not give a flying Fitzgerald Hooch. about Alberto Del Rio. The crowd was completely behind Zack Ryder. Yeah, they the reacted. Match. They reacted towards Zack Ryder in his offense, but when it came to Del Rio, it was nothing. Yeah, and WWE, like I was seriously, I was fuming watching Monday Night Raw. I, I just don't understand how Vince McMahon can be in the gorilla position and not furious that the crowd isn't reacting towards Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Like, this almost ruined Monday Night Raw for me. I could... Like, I was furious. I was furious if I was watching a, this. If I was a writer, a booker, or any sort in the WWE, this would annoy me. That my champion... Is not getting a reaction from the audience. Yeah, and that I, would and piss I'm, me off. And I'm very certain that the only reason why Alberto Del Rio, in general, was uh, over in the first place was because Ricardo Rodriguez. Which honestly, I wouldn't. I can't see that happening again. I could see Ricardo going back to Del Rio, but even when that happens, it still doesn't do anything about Del Rio. Yeah, I mean, Del Rio is a good wrestler, though. I have to say that. Yes, no, no doubt about that. I mean, that. we've. I mean, I, he's put on almost like match of the year candidates with CM Punk and Rey Mysterio. He is a good wrestler. It's just the crowd not reacting really takes you out of the match. Yeah, and it's not the crowd's fault. It's Del Rio's fault. Exactly. If the wrestler can't enter, can't engage you in the match, then that's their fault. Speaking of engage. Uh, Paul ha- Paul Holman <laughs> Paul Heyman proposed quote unquote to Ryback. There was a backstage promo where Paul Heyman says, "I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna propose to you." They get in the ring. Paul Heyman basically just takes way too long. Gets down on his one knee. I was waiting for a ring, and he goes, "I want to propose to you." I was waiting for 
You Will you look that's funny. so good to me. Uh, Paul Heyman gets down on one knee, gets the microphone, says, Will you, uh, will, will you, will you be the next Paul Heyman guy? Which, the reason why this is kind of in the bad is because he kind of already is the Paul Heyman guy. Everyone else has been referring to it. Whether or not Paul Heyman refers to it as that, everyone else does. And uh, and I just think that was a poor I thought segment. that it just went on forever. <laughs> <laughs> just like that tear of the yeah, paper. Yeah, that was a tear of the paper. As I spit up my gum, yeah. Brandon had to give me something to wrap so, it up. So, um, I'm not a fan of this segment. It went on for way too long. But during I, the during the segment, CM Punk came out and uh, hopped over the barricade and... Well, I don't know. Would you say faked us? Am I really throwing you off this with the gum? No, you know, no I'm trying to think though. It's not. You're not throwing um, me off. No, Would CM Punk didn't fake, fake us. He, fake us he, out. the theme he, song he hit. He jumped all, over the railing, but as he the barricade, yeah, the barricade as he landed, he tweaked his knee. I guess yeah, because he had that. Did he yeah. fake us out or no? No, I thought that if you wanted people to believe it, you should have had people come check on, go check on him, have like one of the. EMTs check on him. Yeah, have some crew member. Like there's just a doctor at ringside for everything else but that. Exactly. But there like was Jerry a point Lawler, where he did, he he did, did come him. out, but at like ten minutes yeah, after it the fact, Jerry Lawler had a heart attack out there, and the doctor was there right away. That's the thing. Like I feel like it just took on. It just took way too long to get to that. Bam. To yes, get to that absolutely. Because it took so to long. Like I do. From, but you could say bam. From Paul, that Paul Heyman Ryback segment was too long. Yeah. From that. Um, from CM Punk making us believe that he really hurt himself, that took too long. But then he got close to the ring. Paul Heyman went to check on him. He grabs the kendo stick, goes ankle hidden, nails uh, Paul Heyman in the ankle, nails Ryback, gets in that First ring. First Axel was out there too, right? I think he came out after the fact. to get, And he ended up getting to go to sleep for his uh, involvement. Yeah. Um, but the crowd loved it because it was CM Punk. But overall, eh. And the last thing on our bads just has to be all the big show stuff that went on during the night. Oh, that big big show stuff was just <laughs> awful. From his little, I'm going to knock Triple H the hell out. Like, who are you listening to, LL Cool J? It looked like he was, yeah, Mama said knock you out. It looked like he was, he's, he was constipated. It looked like he was pooping when he said that. It was so bad. And then How do you know what people who constipated or like or pooping look like? Do you look at people I, I, when they poop? I've looked in the mirror. Before. Is that a book? Look You've at never Snapchat, you Snapchatted yourself. I don't Snapchat. Snapchatting no? is oh. for girls. Oh really? Yeah. Um, damn. Um, but yeah, uh, even that big show segment with Stephanie McMahon backstage about how he has yeah, a mortgage. That, that didn't have to be done. Not living up to that his wife's to expectations. Done. It's just unnecessary roughness on the field. Yeah. We do not need to see that. We do not care for it. Big Show needs acting lessons. We got it. We've seen him in The Water Boy. We've seen him in, what is it, Slobberknocker or what's that? It's Knucklehead. Yeah, Knucklehead. <laughs> We've seen him in those movies. We understand. He Starring needs, Mark Foyer. Yeah, he needs some acting lessons. Okay, no, he we doesn't. I'm not a fan. I'm not sold on his on his. Are crying. you serious? He was great as Captain Insano. Okay, I was going to say that's the only only exception, though. Yes. Yeah, so but still, the crying, no. I'm not buying into it. I hate yeah, it. Well, the crying, maybe. I hate it. But whatever. It's not funny. That doesn't matter. All right, matter. but on to the middles. Um, ben, this is a middle once again because I say it's good. He says it's bad. Yeah. So well, no, I say it's I say it's a huge bad 
all the way. Not bad. Well, it went in the middle. It went in the middle. No, no, you, no, said, you said it was, it was a full bad. No, I said no, no, it was no, a full right, right, right. bad. You said it was a full good. I said it was a full we bad. We clarified Therefore, this early in the show. Aaron's going to get pissed off Therefore, at me it was for a this full one. Middle. Yes, I'm sorry. It was a full <laughs> middle. That, that goes to CM Punk, comes out, beginning of Raw, demanding a match. Brad Maddox comes out. It's Maddox. Shut up, Dave. And Chris just left. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, then, <laughs> then out comes Biggie Langston. Who, by the way, lost the match. I just think, shut uh, up, shut up, shut yeah! up. No. I think this match was terrible. If you go whack, go back go and watch. Back. Yeah, go whack <laughs> off and watch the match. Biggie Langston was missing move after move. Don't even say no. WWE cut their fucking what match. What are you talking about? WWE cut the match. Interference right WWE now. WWE cut the match They always on cut the match. Bullshit. They always on YouTube. If they always cut the last three no. minutes, last five minutes If it's a short enough match. match, you could put the whole thing it up. Was a, it was not a short match. It was a long match. It was a good match. No, Biggie. it wasn't. He was missing move after move. No, he did not. Biggie yes, hit the correct no. moves. No. CM Punk no. hit the correct moves. It was a good match. No. It was a good match. I was actually convinced that when I spoke to you about this, I was convinced that when I was talking about that this, I was that you were, no, that you were going to say that this was a good match. You were no, this say, was a terrible Big match. E. Langston no. won you no. over. No, this was a good match. No, go back and watch the way he ran into you when he when he got when he ran into no. the turnbuckle. That was terrible. That was fine. No, that it looked wasn't great. No, you look like a bitch. Uh, no, that yes, looked fine. No, you look like a bitch. That looked fine. And it's a good thing he's using Ultimate Warrior's move set because he's fucking stupid. He's a terrible wrestler. Okay, but Just it was like, fine. sorry for cursing there. He's a terrible wrestler, just like Okay, Ultimate let's Warrior. just get this off the off the. Yes, I said it. <gasps> Soccer and Blue. Uh, Ultimate Warrior is right, a the, terrible the, wrestler. The thing that Brandon didn't like was the selling of the go to sleep. Anything, yeah, you stupid. Like, close your eyes if you're going to sell that. When move. he landed, he took the go to sleep and then landed the on his knees sleep. for like five seconds. That was okay. Pin. That was fine. You said you no, hated that. No, I didn't. You ball, come no, on now. No, come on. You I, said no, that listen, you hated that. Listen, you no, listen, no. I didn't say I hated that. I, that was fine. The, fa- the part of that that I hated was the fact that his eyes were wide open. It was as if I was playing a WWE video game and there was a glitch or something. And it- he sold it like Vince McMahon taking the very first stun. I thought Madison that sell was fine. He got Terrible. knocked out. Terrible. Vince he McMahon, got knocked in the Vince head. Vince McMahon learned how to take the stunner eventually. Biggie Langston will learn how to take moves eventually. So you're saying hopefully. that Biggie has uh, potential? Potential, no. Well, what do you mean Not then? yet. There's, there's no hope he- right okay. now. Okay, this was a good match. No. I'm putting You're this in the goods. Him. No, there's no, there's no <laughs> way. No, this isn't moving to the goods. No way. No, this match was terrible. Biggie Langston's terrible. No, it's even terrible than that. No, Alicia Fox. Yes, Alicia Fox. Alicia Fox is even more she, terrible she than that. She hit a move that looked decent, but I'm sure was still a botch on her end. Uh, she took the loss against uh, Brie Bella. Brie, Brie is impressing me. Oh, it's funny. Cause I I've been saying that, that for months. And well, I thought that... I thought that you can start to see where Daniel Bryan's rubbing off. You don't know that because yeah, although they did, of, they did show that on. See, uh, they did show her thank, nipple. On, okay, on apology TV, accepted. So. Thank you. So but you do see what <laughs> you do see what she's flirting and <laughs> what are you it's a, it's apparent. You hadn't heard of her that joke. I, I, I uh, you apologize. No, you hadn't accepted. heard the joke. You said that you could see where Daniel Bryan was rubbing off, and I said they did show her nipple. Uh, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I obviously got that joke. Yeah, there's <laughs> other people in the room laughing. There are. Just kidding, there are. there's not. <laughs> but moving on to Monday Night Raw, I'm just We're kidding. On that I'm already. joking, I'm joking. Monday Night Hydro. <laughs> <laughs> on to the goods. On to the goods. Kofi Kingston defeated Don... Dun, 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 dun. Okay. I wanted to do that. Okay, though. no. Bon I wanted Dongo. to go. Decent match back th- and forth. Very David, good match. David hated it. I thought no, it was I'm a very kidding. good match. You know for a fact people are saying 
once again, Fandango Jobber. Not a jobber. Oh, probably not Eat a shit. jobber, though. He's yeah. not a jobber. Next. Shit. Don't curse. Let's let's keep the cursing down. Seriously. Eat S. Eat S? S and D. Move on. Just keep the comments. Los down. Matadores did make their debut, though, with yes. El Torito. Ole. El Torito, of course, in Spanish, means little bull. <laughs> what? No, as I'm reading this, I'm like thinking of a Dorito. And El I'm Dorito, getting that's what Doritos. I do want to say, Dorito, though. El, yeah, El Torito. Torito. Yeah, but El Dorito. They defeated three-man band. Okay, let's discuss. Let's entrance. start out with the entrance. Very Was cool. it a little bit much? A little bit over the top? A little bit too much? I don't what do you think, think? I think if you want to debut a new superstar, I mean, Fandango had it. Okay. It's, you, want, you want people to be engaged and, and happy with what they're seeing. Were they engaged? Yes, they had the bull fighting things, and then out came El Torito running out there charging with the I don't think people expected El Torito. I don't think so, even though it did say with El Torito under their name tag. People had no out. idea who he was. But, I, I, okay, the entrance was good. The match... I liked I liked how El Torito came down. He did the jump in the ring, jump out the ring, jump in the ring, jump out the that ring. That mofo got me dizzy. And I, I like keep up with him. And I like how he did the springboard jump onto their... The shoulders? their shoulders backwards. I think no, that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah, that was very cool. He reminds me of a uh, Max Mini. Max Mini. Max Mini. Why? I don't know. Just because they're both little people and how well, they're both I mean, pro wrestlers. Hornswoggle's pretty current. Yeah, but it's not Max <laughs> Mini. I mean, Hornswoggle can't move as great as. Yeah, but Hornswoggle's not Max. That's Mini. the thing, though. I think I think there's a difference between what Hornswoggle is and what El Torito is because I don't think they're the same classification of. Little person. One has dwarfism. And is it dwarfism, though? Does that Hornswoggle have that? I don't know. Yeah. El Torito's just a little person. Shoots. He's just a little person. That's what it is. Yeah. So, he's like, he's got regular size hands for a little person. It's some sort of a thyroid condition, I think. Right. So, I've, I look forward to watching him wrestle. It would probably be hypothyroidism. I would like to see him wrestle. I don't know if they're going to plan to do that I would like all. to see more, bring them more... Uh, I don't know, little people? <laughs> you want more little bulls? No, but bring in, I, like how they used to have that in you, in your houses. How they used to have oh. like Max Mini versus Mini Vader. Well, Mini- they did that in 2005. But I'm not, like, I'm not uh, against that. And I think that's it entertaining. It didn't quite work, I don't think. I, I always found that entertaining. I like the, the small division. Like, especially like Mini, Mini Mankind, Mini Vader. They Those had the, fun. oh, they had a pirate too. I forgot. What, yeah, I forgot his name. Mini Cannonball? No, and yeah, it's not that. So bad. I'm looking forward to more Los Matadores with El Torito. Tag Team Champs or no? <laughs> or are they just going to fall into that three-man band category? <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, nah. So they nah, fall into that category. Nah, I don't know. I don't, I don't right. see any Tag Team Champs. Better be the next ones would be Usos, but who knows. Yeah. Next, uh, Triple H and Stephanie had, uh, uh, had invited the Rhodes family out to Monday Night Raw, to which on SmackDown last week, Cody Rhodes and Goldust accepted. Uh, I still don't know why Goldust has to be Goldust with his face painted and everything. Because that's what he's going to maintain when he's... I mean, no, apparently I, I he's do understand under, that. He's under a short-term contract. So, I mean, it is expected... I do expect them to be victorious. Especially uh, with the short-term... Um, I don't know. Because he has a short-term deal. So, I mean, like... So, they came out as did... Uh, as did, Was the shield out there? I don't know. Uh, Dusty Rhodes was out there. The Shield just attacked them. They just and ran into the ring and attacked. What had happened is Stephanie McMahon and Triple H basically said that if you guys want your job back, 
Battlegrounds. That's how you're going to do it. If you team up, Goldust and Cody Rhodes, if you defeat the Shield, then you will, in fact, get your jobs back. And if you lose to the Shield, you're never working for WWE again. And to top it off, Dusty Rhodes is out of his position in NXT. If that a happens. lot, a lot going on with this uh, storyline. I can definitely see some sort of a storyline. Kind of, it's very similar to what they did with Mankind, where Linda McMahon brought yeah. back McFoley. WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, it's very similar to that. Where I'm very happy to see that WWE 2K14 has the right vest. I know I complained about that. Yeah. Um, you also had our truth. Well, defeat. wait. Before what? we move on to that, do you want to address the Cody Rhodes PWS? Um, I, I was going to save it that. because it is know. pretty big news, but well, we just... apparently Cody Rhodes, he he has 90 days. After his 90 days is up, apparently he came to terms with PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate that he will be appearing at one of their events. Exclusively for them? Yeah, I guess exclusively he would be a pro, uh, if PWS. That happens, I don't know. But yeah, 90 days ends and then Cody Rhodes to PWS? What do you I mean? That would be pretty awesome. So. I would I would like to see that. It'd be pretty cool to see Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. team up. I don't know if anyone else wants to see that, though. I mean, it'd be un- unfortunately, it would be WWE's loss and PWS's gain. But Pro Wrestling Syndicate, Syndicate.com, Syndicate? you can check them out on Facebook, uh, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, but they'll have all of your Cody Rhodes update with them and their. Um, their second generation superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of generational superstars, Curtis Axel, the Intercontinental Champion, third generation superstar, superstar. defeated uh, nobody because he <laughs> lost to R Truth. Uh, of course, the Intercontinental Championship was not on the line. David but like it was because to... of distraction caused by CM Punk. Right. During the match, CM Punk's theme song hit as everyone expected. Everyone thought that CM Punk was going to make his entrance, but he did not. R-Truth did capitalize on that and picked up the victory. Now, Big think, victory. Do you think R-Truth did that with his mind? Do you think Little Jimmy did it? I think Little Where Jimmy may little have Jimmy? been where's behind he that. Maybe I... we have to make videos of where's Little Jimmy. Could we find him? I don't know, probably not. I don't think we could find We'd probably him. probably get sued for looking. Seriously. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you think of this? Do you like the fact that the Intercontinental Champion just lost to R-Truth? Yes, because that set up a match for them at, at Battlegrounds, first of all. Second of all, I'm telling you there's a reason why he's on the poster for Hell in a Cell. So you see R-Truth defeating Curtis Axel? I don't know. For the Intercontinental Champion. Do I see it then? Sure. No, maybe there's going to be a DQ. I don't know. I didn't write this stuff. Why are you looking at me like I wrote this stuff? Also, the Shield... I'm looking at my notes. The Shield defeated Ziggler and the Usos in what was an awesome match. Crowd was so heavy in this match. Yeah, and I believe Roman Reigns picked up the victory. Yeah, with a nasty spear. And Like I say, Roman Reigns, he's going to be the breakout first. Hey, when in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome in. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. You weren't doing that? I was, no. You're terrible at making jokes. Yes, I was going to do that. You weren't doing it. Pound it. No. Fine. Bam roasted. To you. Regardless, that's three. I think I used all of them. No, you used the first one. But I'm always a fan, the way that that match ended. How it was move, move, move. I always like it when they have moves that eliminate the wrestler from one of the wrestlers in the match from the match. Yes, you must, you must love with, you must love Royal Rumbles. I do. <laughs> I love Royal Rumbles. I mean I do too, but I mean come on now, who doesn't? You right. never know who's gonna 
come next. Yeah, you hear. Even though I hate the fact that they spoil about who's going to be there. Yeah, but but stop showing us the image. You got to admit, two years ago, and went and it was oh, you didn't know, and then Road Dog came out. Yeah, but still. Don't show us that image, that preview of who's going to be in the match. Surprise us! Oh, you're talking about the giant overall. Yeah, image, exactly. Right? When they when they yeah, say yeah, WWE, January is coming up. Image, 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 image. Don't show us. Up. Yeah, January is coming up in a few months. Don't don't, have, don't, don't have show an, us the image. They don't have an angle about who's going to be the last contender. I really feel right last now. Entry. I really feel right now that we're the old people from the. From the Muppets. Yeah, right? But don't. No, don't, WWE, don't show that. That's watch, they're not going to show it now. Yeah. Because we know. said this, but don't show us any preview of who's in the match. Surprise us. Let us guess. Just don't tell us anything. And don't give us John Cena again. But no, he can give us. We don't want to see his big return at the Royal Rumble like he did in 2008, maybe, at the Royal Rumble in Madison Square Garden. That got a great reaction, Yes, though. it did. And that's surprising because John Cena, a lot of people were booing him back then. Yeah. But also, Santino defeating uh, Antonio Cesaro was placed in our goods. <laughs> Why? Yeah. No, it was a good match. That was it, right? It was just a good match. I'm trying to think of... No, it was a good match. Antonio Cesaro, over and over again... Uh... Impresses Santino was over and over again impressive, and uh, oh, I like the cradle. That's why right. I put it. I like the way that the match ended, where instead of a, a judo hip toss, a judo toss, um, Santino pulled Cesaro into a, like a cradle pin. Right. I thought that was pretty cool, and I, I like how they, they. It seems like these two wrestlers have always been feuding with each other. Is that what you think? Yeah. When they first, when Cesaro first came in, wasn't he feuding with Santino for a while? I don't recall. I feel like they just, been feuding often. <laughs> I just picture uh, that video that was that was featured on Z True Long Island Story of Judah Freelander talking about him training Zack Ryder against the U.S. champion Antonio Cesaro. Judah Freelander is the man. Yes, go check go him see out. Him. Go do. Go see him do stand up New York City. Check out his Facebook. And uh, Twitter account at Judah World Champ, three times a charm. Yes, yeah, so check that out. Uh, completely, completely, completely forgot what we were talking. Randy about. Orton versus D. Bry. That little promo <laughs> hyping up Battlegrounds. Right, right. It the was a good, event. good hype of it. Good hype. But then Randy Orton just blatantly attacked and beat the crap out of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. RKO through the table. And then you had uh, Brie Bella coming out there playing. So it gives the it gives the realism factor. I just eh, who cares? I, like not, okay. not no no not eh, who cares? But like I care. I don't want to see Daniel Bryan hurt. No, but I <laughs> did see a lot of people attacking Brie Bella for her acting skills. I really? actually th- yeah I actually thought she, she was do. fine. I didn't see anything wrong with what she yeah, did? Yeah, I, I thought the way I thought she was better than Mrs. Parents. I mean, I, I don't think there was anything wrong with what Brie Bella did. No, I thought she did a great job selling that that concern on her face that don't DDT Daniel Bryan onto the uh, the onto the mat. Yeah, onto the, ring the mat. Apron, don't yeah. put him through the table. I thought, I thought it was, was fine. I thought it was a great DDT. Also, I think overall it does set up a great pay per view, and I am looking forward to the WWE Battlegrounds. Battlegrounds, yeah. And uh, I just wanted to say that. Uh, even though we don't know them in real life, we, f- where are you f- going with this? Well, listen to what I'm going to say. Do we feel like we know them in real life? Brie and, and Daniel Bryan, because WWE felt it necessary to cover their engagement. 
which will probably be just a segment for Total Divas. You know, it's going to be a segment. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Well, everyone will be watching though. Maybe. Uh, moving on to WWE Battlegrounds, we have prediction a, time. Yeah, we have predictions. And um, yes, give me the highlighter. Oh, <laughs> why do you need yes. the highlighter? So I can write down what we what we're saying for these matches. You're gonna listen to the show five times anyway. I'm not writing during when I'm listening to this match. All right. Well, Battleground will kick off with Dolph Ziggler versus Damian Sandow. Who are you going with? I'm going with Dolph Ziggler. Hmm. I'm going to go with Damian Sandow. Really? Yep. You heard me correct, fool. Why? Um, just being the holder of the case. It's like he's the gatekeeper. I just <laughs> I just feel like uh, being the Money in the Bank cha- uh, winner and having so much, I feel like it's not going to take away anything from Ziggler if he does lose. Well, And it will put... Uh, Damian Sandow in a good position for later on in the night. Well, that's why I say he'll be losing opening the show. I say he's going to win opening the show. I'm well. That's all right. I'm. Yep. Um, Next we have uh, the Intercontinental Championship on the line. Curtis Axel taking on our Truth. I'm going with Axel. It's tough. Of course. It's tough not not to go with uh, Curtis Axel. I mean, you got Ryback and Paul Heyman by his side. It's. I mean, I guess it's very easy, as we've spoken about before, to see R-Truth, seeing that he's on the Hell in a Cell poster. Oh, is he? What poster was he on the cover of? I don't of? know. What did you say he was on the cover of? Hell in, Hell in a Cell. Helen Keller? Helen Keller? <laughs> no. He's on the cover? No. Uh, she didn't see it coming, though. That's but Curtis Axel, I'm choosing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, next match we have is for... Goldust and Cody Rhodes, and I guess Dusty Rhodes too, yeah, for their they, jobs to see what will happen if Cody Rhodes and and Goldust win, they'll be reinstated. They uh, know the stipulation. I'm going Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going to say no winner. Can I say no that? winner? Yeah, no winner. Yeah, so it leads. I don't know what's gonna happen. If you want to go with a no winner, well, I mean Cody Rhodes and Goldust. I mean, I could. See them getting their job back and playing up by to Survivor DQ Series. Then. I'm going to say them by DQ. And what? Just having a match for uh, Survivor Series? Well, when Survivor Series after Hell in a Cell. Actually, DQ I do like. Well, you can't change it. So. <laughs> All right. Um, also, you're going to have AJ Lee, the uh, Divas WWE champion. Divas champion, take on Brie Bella. I'm going to go with Brie Bella. Really? Now you're making me second guess it. I wrote down Brie. Yeah, I'm going Brie Bella. I'm going AJ. There's almost no reason for Brie Bella to be champion, I don't think. Not at all, but I it mean, could play into the factor with the Daniel Bryan Randy Orton. It could play Orton. into that, but I just, I, for some reason... I could see something... Ah, uh, damn. I don't know. Orton did... Well, first of all, I just want to say back in Monday Night Raw where Randy Orton was backstage talking to the Bellas, talking to Brie but looking at Nikki the whole time. I don't know if he was staring at something he shouldn't have, or maybe he just didn't and, know who's who. Yeah, he go. I don't. I don't know, but maybe that will factor in. Did you write down who you chose? You wrote down AJ, right? Yes, I did. Write down AJ. Also, after that match, I want to say with Brie Bella, when Nikki kind of wanted the referee to raise her hand, is Nikki gonna turn heel? I was actually thinking about that today too. That I wouldn't mind seeing uh, 
Nikki turning on Brie I mean, at we, some point. The only time we've only really ever seen them on opposite teams was at WrestleMania 28 that I can remember. Uh, but I don't know. And I, also, I could see it. Also, did you happen to see... Because also, think about it, it would give um, Total Divas a little bit more storyline. Yeah. To have the two of them feuding in the Total Divas and then take it to television. Yeah. Especially with how they yeah. did have a little bit back and forth going on with... Calling her fat and everything. And the yeah, they, they had their drama, their sisterly drama. Even though I hate when skinny bitches be like, oh, I'm fat. Talking about who's not... No, 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 because I want to continue on AJ Lee for a second. Did you happen to see... That Alundra Blaze thing. Help me out here. She literally, well, she called out AJ. Okay. For because there's a picture on WWE.com with AJ and the women's championship. Yeah, I saw that. So she, I, I'm pretty sure I read that that she called her out, whatever, saying you're never, you've never been that champion. You'll never be a champion. Blah blah. blah. You're a terrible wrestler you've or never something been like that. that. Champion. She, ha- a, I mean, she hasn't. What a been mark, the of course. Champion. And 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 Cesaro's never right. been the European champion. I'm almost certain and that's what that had happened. So I mean, Alundra Blaze, that was a little. Alundra Blaze, don't be such a mark. Yeah, Come on now, have done that. Um, CM Punk versus Ryback. Moving on to CM Punk versus Ryback. Where are you going? Uh, I'm gonna go with does CM Punk win now? I'm going with Ryback. I'm gonna go with Ryback as well. I think that that entire. Doesn't he have some sort of a knee injury? CM like in Punk real life, he has a few nagging injuries. Ryback? No, CM, CM Punk. Punk? I yeah. have no idea. I'm going to go with Ryback. Um, Alberto Del Rio, <laughs> the world heavyweight champion. Versus, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no take I'm it. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Versus Rob Van Dam with uh, Ricardo. Yes. I'm going to go with. Oh, in a hardcore match. Oh, in a hardcore match. That's why I was going to take it because I knew you weren't going to say that. Who are you going I'm going with RVD. I'm going to go with Del Rio. And I'm going to go with the heel turn by Ricardo. Let's die. All right, because RVD's time is up soon. He's yes. So they say, uh, there, his, uh, his time is up soon. You need Ricardo involved somehow. I say he's going to switch over to Del Rio. And then... Sandow is going to do that cash in and become the new world heavyweight. So you champion. say Sandow cashes in? Yes, sir. Because I say Sandow cashes in after Rob Van Dam wins. Yeah, I say Sandow cashes in after Del Rio wins. Because mm-hmm. then, if once RBD wins, what do they do with Ricardo? Uh, I don't know. Exactly. I mean, you got to keep him relative, relative, relevant. There you go, relevant. <laughs> I mean, relative, I mean, that could work yeah. too. But also, WWE Championship will be on the line as the champion. Daniel Bryan. I'm just kidding. Yeah. There is no champion. The champion, vacant. There is no champion. Yeah. Vacant. Daniel Bryan takes on Randy Orton. <laughs> I'm going to go with Randy Orton. Ooh. I'm going to agree with Randy Orton just because I see this feud going on for a long time. Speaking of I see this, we have Curtis. No, I'm just kidding. Curtis Axel versus Archer. That was a joke. A little knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. Who's there? there? Brandon's failing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you. That was pretty funny. Yeah, so... um, I don't know. Do we have any outside-the-ring news? Outside-the-ring news? um, Yeah. Go to pwmania.com. 
you'll get all of your outside the ring news. Seriously, I was, that that wasn't a shameless plug or anything. I don't know. Right? I wasn't ready for. No, outside I'm just the saying. Do we news? have any outside the ring news? Well, I'm if sure you, we if do. you read the show prep that I sent you, then you would have known that we had outside the ring news. If you wanted to, if you look say on this, anything. it said it doesn't say scene. Actually, Bam roasted to you because I actually did do my prep work and I visited PW Mania. Dot com. Um, Luke Gallows is apparently going over to Japan. Going to be joining uh, Noah promotion. Yeah. Um, very cool stuff over there, and very interested to see what Luke Gallows could do in Japan. Will Luke Gallows team up with different promotion? Why? I was gonna say. Who? Do you have German <laughs> Yeah, wrong promotion. Why? Who do you think I was gonna say? You're gonna go with like uh. <laughs> screw you someone from New Japan screw Pro you. Wrestling screw you well uh, just and then they, say... they're they're talking about turning bringing back Wade Barrett and repackaging him as a, a bad news Barrett gimmick I don't apparently that's on the JBL and Cole show but what he had going was fine I mean I don't think he was in need of a gimmick change or a character change what he uh, had was fine was he connecting with the fans but but was he connecting with the fans I thought so Speaking of dude, yes, they yes he was. They were chanting for him. He when? was well over. There was many times where the audience was well over with. Uh, well, he was well over <laughs> with the audience. That. Yeah, I guess you'd. Say I mean, that, they were but... chanting Wade for Wade Barrett. There's, it's just the lack of creativity that they couldn't come yeah. up with anything for uh, him okay, to do. Okay, I'll agree with that. And now Cesaro may be becoming a babyface, and they may be separating. Uh, um, him and Swagger. Yeah. Speaking of babies, uh, Trish Stratus this past week gave birth to a baby. Yes, Mazel Tov, Mazel So tough. in 18, 19, 20 years, we will know if there will be a Stratus, a baby Stratus or whatever in mm. the WWE. That'd be kind of a was wild a stuff. A second, I think it has was Has there ever male. been a second generation female superstar that, that like, like where the first person was, uh, where the first generation was female? And the second generation came in. Can you go with Paige? Oh, actually, no. I could go with Mike McGurk. Her 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 son or whatever was on in WWE, right? Mike McGurk. Yeah, she was the female ring announcer. I'm not too sure. Oh my god! Do your show prep, damn you! <laughs> uh, David, yeah, so that's the outside the ring news. Yes, David. Uh, shameless plugs time. Shameless plugs. Yep, it is Dave the Rave. All the ladies crave. And it's time for the shameless plugs. First shameless plug goes to Donald Trump. <laughs> Go follow Donald Trump at Real Donald Trump. That's too funny. That's okay. Too funny. And scroll through again. Right yeah. now, the way that we're coming up with the shameless plugs this week. Is we're scrolling through our Twitter newsfeed. Whoever it lands on, <laughs> they get the shameless it's, plug. It's Donald Trump again. All right, and ready? Take a good squirrel. I good did squirrel. Take a no, good that was scroll. a that was a plant. Oh, you no, know I want a good squirrel. There we go. The next one goes to <laughs> Rockstar Spud. Go go follow Rockstar Spud at Rockstar Spud. Jesus. He is tweeting about Impact Wrestling, which is tonight, and good for you. Because we're not going to cover that on this week's show. Yeah. And the last shameless plug. This is a good one. Goes yeah. to... This I, is going to be good. Keep on going. Keep on going. <laughs> 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 All right. Here we go. Here we go. 
And it's going to go to... No, that's a retweet, though. This isn't. Really? This isn't. All right. The third shameless plug goes to Brodus Clay. Somebody call his mom. Yes, go follow him at Brodus Clay. He listens to the podcast, no, he too. Doesn't. He does. He no, does. He He's told me. No, he hasn't. He's told me. But you can imagine. Yes, I can. But, yes, those are the shameless plugs. And now it's time for Chris's Match of the Week or Brandon's Shoutouts. Let's go into Chris's Match of the Week. Okay, Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Ah, yes. The my match of the week goes to Jeff Cannonball versus <laughs> Danny Demonto in a thumbtack match from RTF <laughs> from RTF Wrestling. You can find it online on YouTube. We'll post the match on Facebook and on Twitter. RTF Wrestling has an upcoming event, November 24th. We'll give you more information about that, but now it's time for Brandon's shout-outs. I'm so sorry. Brandon's shout-outs gonna make you pregnant. First uh, shout-out, I will be given to... Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Jericho. There's no date, no specific match here because there are so many of them and Classics On Demand posted a few of them and they're all good. Uh, Brought back memories watching that, so go check that out. Second shout-out goes to Jim Ross because while I was watching some of those Jericho slash Guerrero matches... He and Lawler were on commentary, and he really is the best commentator of all time. That bullshit that King does these days is just terrible, and nothing can compare to Jim Ross. Uh, Jerry Lawler, stop wearing shirts as if you're an asshole from 2013. A 20-year-old. 20-year-old asshole from 2013, not a 60-whatever-year-old asshole. Wouldn't that be like affection t-shirts? Affliction, you mean? Yeah. Affection, like, oh, I love you. <laughs> uh, last shout-out goes to Rebel Wilson. Oh, Rebel Wilson, yes. Uh, if you don't know her, you should. She's been in movies like Pitch Perfect and Bridesmaids. And now she has a TV, TV show. Really? On ABC called Super Fun Night, and it looks hilarious, so definitely go check that out. I do want to watch that. That out. That Michael J. Fox show is pretty funny. Yes, Michael J. Fox is funny. Uh, also, I have to say, WWE came out with shirts that support the Susan G. Komen Foundation. Uh, um, this isn't a shout-out. This is just news I forgot to mention. When yeah, go it. purchase a shirt. They actually have really cool um, t-shirts out there. Yeah, they're all pink or pink and black. They're pink versions of WWE shirts that exist already. Some are a little bit lame. Some are like Dolph, Dolph Ziggler's who says, uh, you wish you can... They change it to you know you can, and every back of the shirt says beat cancer. So yeah, some are lame, some are cool, but yeah, definitely go support the cause. Go purchase a T-shirt. Yeah. So which uh, one are you gonna purchase? I believe I'm gonna be purchasing purchasing the CM Punk one, the Zack Ryder one, and the one that says Rise Above Cancer. Well, let me know when you do because maybe I'll order one. I already did. So bam, roasted. Thanks a lot. Buddy. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't do it already. But you know what we can do. An interview with Railroad Rudy? No. Oh. Our... 
but we do have a markout moment of the week this week, uh, kind of. Uh, WWE has been tweeting cryptic tweets, quote-unquote, in the past. Uh, we spoke about it on the show last week, I believe, where the first tweet was something clever, and uh, they had cut up... They've seen it. We've they've heard about it. It yeah. ended up being a new action figure. Not an action statue. figure. It's an a, it's a figurine statue. It's a figurine. It's seventeen inches tall. The fuck? She's married and has a kid. Okay, relax. Sorry. Seventeen inches tall. Uh, it's gonna I believe retail for almost three hundred bucks. But uh, yeah, that's way too much for any. But statue. no, it, it's not just a statue. It comes with the ring apron, a square of the ring apron that was. Featured in the 1999 Inferno match with him and with Undertaker and Kane, and I believe it's going to be signed by either Undertaker and Kane or Undertaker. I'm not sure, and there's only it's a limited number that are produced. But that's so. still a lot of money for for a statue for no. something that's going to be sitting on your not, shelf. No, you don't know the you don't know pricing of statues like this. But thing. I know I I mean not to insult it because I do know the quality that they do. No, we didn't even say, but it's from uh, McFarlane. Right, McFarlane. They're the Creator of Spawn, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the creator of Spawn. Very so. awesome statues. Very, just very in detail. Yeah, and I, I honestly, it is a lot of money, but if it, it comes autographed, I believe it comes autographed. It comes with something. Where else are you going to get the Inferno match a ring apron that was from, I believe, Monday Night Raw? Yeah, exactly. So. so it's pretty cool. I mean, if anything, maybe chip in with a few friends and, uh, Purchase is very. You expensive. get to hold it this week, David. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I, and I was cursing about Malin Ackerman. Apparently, she's married and has a child. That's yeah. crazy. Yes. She's beautiful. So that's our show this week. We would like to thank you guys for listening and taking the time out of your busy days and busy evenings to listen to our show. We would like to tell you to follow us again on Twitter at Marking Out. You could also follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. <laughs> also, uh, if you want, you could follow us on Twitter at Marking Out. Uh, go to MarkingOut.com for past episodes and eventually this one, but you already went there to listen to this. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Where can they follow us on Twitter? Follow just us kidding. on Don't Twitter. Don't say it. Don't Ash. say it. BTTG161. Dave the Rave underscore MO. And at Chris Sween Dog. Thank you very much for our logo at Nick Matocho. Thank you to Ring Rope Rebellion for our theme music. We want some more music. We want, <laughs> yeah, definitely make, make some more music, dude. And it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, just make more music. Um, yeah, thank you for listening to the podcast. Marking out episode 139. And I guess all we have to do here is wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a good October. And we have a very special after post show interview here with the very legendary Railroad Rudy. I like that. Railroad Rudy, how are you doing? 
I'm doing good, Brandon. Uh, you know, Jerry Lawler was a king of Memphis. I was king of Chattanooga. Um, do you have any crazy stories that happened backstage at all? I heard it was some wild times. It was, Dave. Crazy times. Ric Flair would go out to local bars after shows and just spend money and get incredibly shit-faced. I remember one time going out after a show, going to this bar called Draper's. It sounded like a clothing store, a dong bar at least. We all went in there and closed the place down that night. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was some crazy times. Good times. Back yeah. in the glory days. Uh, speaking of the glory days, let's uh, let's talk about WWE for a quick second. All right. You know when uh, WrestleMania happened back in 1985, uh, which one was that? What number of WrestleMania? That was number about? one, Railroad Rudy. That was number one. I bet those were some crazy times. <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Well, back in WrestleMania 1, 1985... I was praying that it would be the biggest flop of Junior's career. When he took it over from his father, everyone was worried. Nobody knew if any of it worked, but I ended up losing a lot when he came to the picture because everyone wanted to go up north. Vince McMahon Jr. was buying up all the territories. I mean, there went the NWA, there went the AWA, you name it. Junior probably bought it. Being a territorial wrestler, did he hear any news of any other territories? You know, eventually started hearing stories coming from Texas about the punk Shawn Michaels and Matt Giannetti. Uh, I believe you mean Marty Giannetti. Marty Giannetti. It's been a few years. Obviously, he doesn't care about them, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Fuck those guys. They go out and stir shit. And I know in this business, you should never stir shit because then it gets in your coffee. <laughs> but I guess it turned out just fine for them. Look where those assholes are today. That's true. Marty Shay's uh, doing nothing. Yeah, but come on, dude. Shawn Michaels in the WWE Hall of Fame. So, but no, I mean you were you were a great wrestler too. You were a great competitor. Sounds like you're a little bit bitter, a little bit jealous of them. I want to bring it up. Next question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeez. How did you come up with your name and the gimmick of Railroad Rudy? Did you pick it or were you given it? <laughs> How to get my name? Well, everyone knows my name is Chuck Barry. But my wrestling name came to me as, a, as simple as second cousin drinking moonshine. <laughs> you know these. I have to cut you off real fast. Sorry to do that, but these these uh, these sayings that you have, I just I love them. They're I think they're hilarious. What do you What do you mean, Brandon? Well, like you know, like as simple as I don't know. I don't mean to offend you. Funny, my funny Brandon. <laughs> yeah, great. Like, you must have seen that movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, back on topic. When I was younger. My mother used to play this song called the Chattanooga Choo Choo. You've probably heard of it. Love it. On my iPod. Great song. And it was just something that stuck with me. I originally went as Choo Choo Chuck. That didn't last long. Sounded pretty, uh, pretty dumb. So I took my father's name, Rudy. I thought, what's more powerful than a railroad? Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything more powerful than a railroad, except maybe the, the warlord. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he's so over like 20 yeah. on jokes I'm sorry this is only our like our, this yeah. is our third interview our together, apologies so. but it, it's an honor to have you here but uh yeah, sure. we um we, we normally ask our guests if they've ever had a mark out moment in their career or whatever any moment backstage or whatever where they've marked out do you uh do you have any moments like that that come to mind well I guess being the longest reign in Chattanooga heavyweight champion doesn't rival Bruno San Martino at all, but I think 900 days straight is damn good. 
to win it on a Wednesday and lose it on a Thursday about eight years later, it's, it's all right in my books. Yeah, well, uh, once again, I'd, I'd like to thank you for taking... No, the, no, guys, I want to thank you for uh, having me. Keeping you I relevant. I really appreciate it. Keep, Keep me relevant. You're very welcome. We try to, we will always try to help you out. Do you have a new T-shirt coming out anytime soon? Um, I might have one coming out in the near future, guys. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Shit, guys, I forget my Twitter handle. You gotta. What is it, Rudy Chu? Or... Rudy Chu. That that's Rudy it. Chu? You can follow me on Twitter these days. Well, I can't believe you're on Twitter, but uh, thank you for sitting down with us for this post-show interview. I hope your fans. Listen to the whole show, and they they can hear me. But no, the fans are listening to this, and okay. I know okay. I know our fans are appreciating this interview almost as much as Dave and I are appreciating this interview. So thank you so. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Chris. Fuck you for not being here this week, but good guy too. Yeah. So, bye.